friends, and welcome to another episode of Fully Booked. I'm Megan. And I'm Shireen. And it is the end of the month of September. We had an extra week this month <laughs> of episode to put out, and so I guess we just decided to do something for fun. I love I say fun when like we were both annoyed the whole time, but... <laughs> And just we need to start watching things that we actually enjoy. As an extra fun episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Um, anyway, and we decided that this week we may as well um, jump on the bandwagon from these last couple of months of one of Netflix's many romantic comedy drama original <laughs> movies that they try to put out. It's either, it's basically Netflix like original films tv shows are a whole different story but yeah. i find the films are reduced to either true crime documentaries or these weird romantic films it's true you, yeah you, you get one or the other yeah and like the ones that they do put out that are like original and really good like um that one i'm not okay with this they like cancel it after oh, a season yeah, i loved that show that, that was, was such great. a good show it's like come on netflix like i get it we watch your trash but like can we have some good stuff sometime? yeah you need to throw some good stuff in them into the mix thank god for other shows that are actually good (laughs) um anyway so we decided to do this this week now we've done it this is actually the second time we've watched this movie and now together oh yeah Yeah. well we did the first time on a whim and now i think we decided we kind of wanted to talk about this because the internet kind of exploded over this film Mm. for some reason and i guess we watched it a second time because we wanted to understand why and i started reading the book yeah and and i can the only thing i'm going to say in this intro is that we've now watched it for a second time and i still don't understand why all i can say is it's probably the man in uniform like anyway he's not bad he's not a bad looking guy yeah no it's not bad that has nothing to do with it i don't care what he looks like (laughs) um yeah i'm sure like a lot of people have probably either watched or heard about this film at this point so uh you know what if you're in (laughs) if you're into the idea of it stick around because we're gonna get right into it and we're gonna talk about purple hearts if we do this we have to make this look normal like a real marriage gives you a year of free health insurance Act like we... Like we like each other. (laughs) Like love each other. Be safe out there. Ma'am, I'm calling you because your husband has been wounded in action. I don't know what's happening. So this movie, like I mentioned, was released on Netflix uh, very recently, I think end of July of 2022, so very recently. It currently has a rating of 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb and 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> but, and this is one where I like this, I'm oh, sorry guys, I'm siding more with the critics on this one. It has 29% from the critics. The audience score for this film is 70%. What? Yikes. Um, I don't know if you could tell from our super enthusiastic... man in uniform. Uh, That's I don't know what if, it is. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if you could tell from our super enthusiastic introduction, but we didn't. We don't like this movie. Uh, and, like, I love a good cheesy romantic movie. I really do. Um, but this wasn't... And you know what? Like, I watched this, and I was like, okay, you know what? It was kind of cute. Like, the whole... The first time I watched it, it took me a while to understand what was bothering me about it and I think it was (laughs) only like when I was like 70% in the movie that I was like 
I'm really confused about the message that this movie is trying to put forth. Like, yeah. it was very conflicted. And I think since it's become quite popular on the internet, um, like, there's been some explanation around this, which I'm not satisfied with. No, um, not really. And so that's why I started to read the book, because I'm like, maybe there's more, like, information in the book, like, more backstory. But, um, no, can confirm the book is, like, a little bit less confusing. Like, I find it's just very much, like... You know, she was a boy. He, he was, was a, a girl. girl. <laughs> no, that's not what and happened. And I make it any more obvious. <laughs> he was a boy. She was a girl. Whoa. Um, no, it was just really more like, okay, she she's Cassie. She likes music and she does her thing and she's got um, diabetes yeah. and needs like money to buy her medication and he's in the army. So like all of that is very... Um, accurate they get married all that that happens in the movie is very sure. accurate but I didn't get this like overwhelming like she is democratic he is a republican, republican. or conservative in some way sorry we're yeah. like yeah that's it there's much more liberal sensibility sensibilities versus more conservative sensibilities in the film so what I'm looking at right now off the bat and I love that this to me <laughs> this to me is almost the filmmakers and people involved in this film process basically indicating that they also don't fucking know what the message is <laughs> of this because like I'm looking at I'm looking at articles that are basically saying that um that are basically them like kind of defending because a lot of there are there is actual criticism of this film particularly I think from the critics end of the spectrum where people are also questioning what the what the point is, what the yeah. message that's being driven home is. And the director and Sophia Carson, who plays the lead character, Cassie, yeah. um, are both basically answering questions and indicating that basically they wanted to avoid taking sides is the quote yeah, that but I'm... Like, I feel like when you're going so hard on both ends here that it's You can't like, do that. You, you can't have to do that. You, like, you, you gotta, gotta pick, pick a side. Pick a camp and stick to <laughs> exactly, it. Exactly, because it's like, okay, like, you know, you start watching the movie and you meet Cassie and you see that she's you know a starving artist yeah an aspiring singer songwriter with a band she works at a bar but it's a little bit worse than that because she has diabetes type 1 yes, I believe that's what she says yeah. um and that means that she needs insulin injections and so right away in the movie you see her kind of struggling she goes and gives herself her injection yeah. she's run out of her insulin so she goes to the pharmacy and lo and behold, the very difficult reality that I think a lot of Americans face. Now, again, I'm Canadian, so can't really comment. We can only go by what we hear on, you know, up yeah. north here. Um, but, you know, she's kind of faced with this, well, you can't get a refill for another four days because your insurance won't cover it. Um, so it's going to cost you 500 bucks. And, like, she just doesn't have $500, you know? Yeah, and I mean, like, that, you know, even in a regular everyday life, like, it's not exactly something unless, like, it's free on your credit card. A lot of us aren't necessarily running around being like, hey, yeah, here's 500 bucks. Yeah, that I'll no just drop problem. on this medication. Um, and, you know, unfortunately... It's difficult, like, you know, you want to be angry with the woman who works at the pharmacy, well, but they do have policies fault, to know? follow, and you're like, you know, but at the same time, yeah, you can't help but be like, this person needs this to live. Yeah, and like, you know, you can't refill it for four days. Like, how does that even happen? Like, Yeah, I know, it's Was wild. it, you know, when I was watching this the second time, I was like, 
is it that she was like she needed too much insulin and then she ended up like running out or yeah, I don't is it know. that they just don't give her enough for like the full month like I'm sure this happens. Yeah, um, I'd be curious to actually, I guess, look, like look at that a little bit more. I really, unfortunately, I, I really don't have any knowledge about type one no. diabetes um, or the way that, like, sort of, you know, fast acting and slow acting insulin function. Yeah. Um, in conjunction with that, so I can't, I can't comment on like, you know, is it possible that you just wouldn't be given enough? Is it, is it possible that sometimes you need more and sometimes you need less? Like, I don't really know. But either way, like the reality is that this you know, poor woman was faced with this impossible decision of like, do I try and go four days with no insulin, which I'll probably die. Or do I like try and find $500? And so her mom gives her all of her cash and says, you know, I'll use my credit card. And it's still not enough, unfortunately. And it's still not enough. Um, So it's just this really sad reality. And so you're going into this movie thinking like, oh, okay, like, you know, they're really going to expose the injustices of, of like the American the healthcare American, system yeah and <laughs> yeah. like what it is to be an immigrant in the U.S. and like you know that it's not all sunshine and yeah. lollipops and all yes, this because there's also talk about that her mom is immigrated to the states um, and really struggled when yeah. she originally arrived for like you know probably a solid decade or so she had a really hard go of it before she was able to settle down a little bit more yeah um which you know I'm sure is something that's very relatable as well yep for people who immigrate definitely um, so so then we start to meet Luke and like you know that there's this like army side of the movie and you're kind of like okay like where is this going because yeah typically when you're when I've seen movies like to do like that's created by Americans Mm -hmm. and it's you know showing like the army quite and in my opinion quite justifiably so like if you're going down the route of having like the military and like you're you have a character who's in the military in a movie you have to do them justice in showing how brave they are and how like grateful as a country you have to be to these young individuals who go and you know they go across the water and they fight for their country whether they are right or wrong whether the country is right or wrong for this war that they've created yeah i think it's i don't think that there should be you know like i i look i understand obviously that yes things are being done right or wrong but the people who are physically going there aren't the people making those decisions unfortunately and they are sacrificing a lot to uphold this whatever that was put in place whether it's a war or whether it's you know uh Uh, some sort of operation so it's like whenever I'm watching a movie that I know was created by Americans and there's like somebody in the military in it you know that it's going to be very much patriotic to their country and like very much like you know we're proud of them and they're doing a good job and I don't disagree with that sentiment it's just bizarre to me that we had this complete dichotomy happening in this movie where it's like um like our country is garbage because look how it treats people but then like the right thing to do is to go and fight for this country yeah there's a it's a really mixed bag of ideas that's all kind of been jumbled together in one screenplay so that turns out like so this book was originally published in 2017 Mm. it seems um I don't know really what like how many changes there are between like the book and the film particularly like I couldn't speak to that it seems quite like you know I'm about halfway through the book and quite accurate like you know on a play-by-play basis except for like these arguments that they are continuously having in the movie where they're like at loggerheads because she's obviously very democratic and he sees himself as a republican i guess i guess because of where he grew up um 
I don't know, like they, they live in California. So I'm yeah, like. Yeah, there hmm. is another thing too that is a little bit of a gray area because she, uh, like she's obviously, she's very firmly entrenched in like, I am a Democrat. I am a liberal person. And they act like he's firmly entrenched in the Republican camp, but it's only because he's in the military. Like there's nothing else that indicates to me. Yeah about his character that right. he would be. And it's just, and it's like the way that it's written, it's like they've, well, you're a military, so you must be a Republican and you're military. So you must be a Republican. And based on that, we must have you have these arguments and have really arrested ideas about yeah. certain things. And you're like, but there's no other indication that his character would be like this. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't think that he's too much of like a, like super right wing like Republican. Like a super far right? No. Um, I think it's really just like he's like, he seems more to me the type of person who just wants an easy life. <laughs> yeah, like, kind of. He's kind of like, can we just stop arguing about this? Like he's got his own stuff going on. Yeah. So, so like they, know. yeah, because even like from their first encounter, things are like weirdly aggressive anyway, because yeah. they like, they meet at the bar and he's there with his other people who are part of his platoon. His Marines. Yeah, they're all getting... They're Marines, yeah. Yeah, they're all being deployed. Yeah. And and they walk in, and one of them, like, you know, he's a bit of a piece of shit. Like, he's... I think they're trying to illustrate somebody who's, like, you know, completely far-right, like, Yeah, they're you know, trying to... I think, I guess it's their way of being like, see, look, Luke's not that bad because this other guy yeah. sucks. But then again, like Luke never stands up against people. So, he, you know, he's like, oh, we're just blowing off some steam. Yeah, he like, just doesn't. Stop, stop yeah. being so like over the top about this. And you're like, okay, Luke, but like, come on now, yeah. man. Yeah, like, like I will say that in these first interactions, like there are some legitimate things that I'm like, no, she's allowed to she could she can be you know pretty annoyed and upset about this like yeah. is she kind of hostile to, to them to begin with yes, yes because they come into her bar um she only knows of their group because Frankie one of the kids who's with them he's only 20 he's like a child he um she used to babysit him they're yeah. good friends their families are friends that kind of thing um he's very sweet um, and we were introduced to him, and within five minutes, I was like, "Oh, he's not coming back after oh, they're deployed." He was so sweet with his lovely girlfriend, with her lovely freckles. And, yeah, I know they were really and cute. He didn't want to propose to her until he came home, and I'm like, "Oh, you're I not going to get to setting this up for such a disaster." Yeah, that's it. Oh, he's not going to get to and everything. Anyway, so they meet each other. They kind of make eyes at each other a little bit. Yeah. Like there's like a like a physical attraction, I would assume. Yeah, but then she decides that she doesn't like him because he doesn't stand up for any. Yeah, because she's like. Oh, ew, he's like a soldier, though. No, thank you. Yeah. And then there's a little bit of a chit chat with her fellow bartender there, Nora, who's also in her band. Yeah, is like, yeah, no, she has a strict like no soldiers policy, guys. Sorry. And then guy who I don't remember his name anyway. The guy who is like like the bigot of the group yeah. basically it she comes back and he has this heinous line where he's just like oh so we're good enough to fight for your ass but not good enough to touch it and yeah, i'm like, like oh I hate him. boy that, that's when like luke was like oh we're just here to blow off some like he's just blowing off some steam kind of thing and like so in some like okay i do not condone this behavior but i think what luke is trying to get across is that like they're all really shit scared of what they're about to go do yeah um and they're kind of acting like idiots as a result of it um now he takes it a little bit too far this guy 
Uh, but I think that's kind of the general message Luke's trying to put I think forward. he's trying to say, like, you know, like, hey, sorry about him. He's just, like, being kind of a dick and yeah. stuff. I wish that he would say it to the guy, though. Yeah, to say, like, that is something that, like this. Yeah, it, there are a few different interactions like this, and I just, I'm, I don't know why no one in the group is like, bro, stop talking yeah. like that. Why the fuck are you being this way? Like, no one says it, no. and that really bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, but she hates him immediately, and then they hate each other because they have a dumb argument yeah. about things. And um, then she, she gets this idea in her mind that, like, hang on a second, these military guys have some really great benefits, like medical benefits. Um, and so she, the next day, goes over to Frankie's house and puts forth the idea that, hey, we could get married um, and I could, you know, pay for my insulin. Like, I wouldn't have you know, past due bills and, yeah. you know, be I hanging have to on choose. by a thread. Yeah, because she's mentioning, like, she's basically having to choose between paying rent and getting her medication. Yeah, yeah. so it's, like, a very sad reality. Um, and Frankie, unfortunately, um, says no because he loves his girlfriend, um, cutest girl ever with her freckles. Yeah, and um, he's planning on proposing yeah. to her when he comes back from deployment yeah. and stuff. And he's like, I'm really sorry. Like, if I had the money, I would just give it to yeah. you as well because he's very sweet. And, of course, Luke is staying with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, over so in the book... It's saying that, like, Luke stays with Frankie because, um, obviously his dad kicked him out and he can't go stay with his family, so Frankie's family is nice enough and lets him stay there. Yeah, that's it. So he's staying with them. He, of course, overhears this conversation and is like, you can't do that. That's fraud. My dad is retired military police and blah, 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 and goes off on a whole rant. And then, of course, obviously because he says this immediately, she has a terrible reaction and is like, it's not your fucking business, guy. Um, (laughs) Instead of rubbing each other. Yeah. Exactly. Instead of, you know, potentially kind of being like, okay, what would happen? Like, I'd actually like to know. Like, I would be like, give me the information. Like, what would happen if somebody were to discover that this was going on? And like, as I kept saying throughout this entire movie, like, I feel like this whole thing is subjective because it's like, I don't know, like her and Luke, like, they're obviously want to like fook, like based on their first interaction. And like, they're pretty into each other. So it's like, how can you argue that a marriage is fake? Like, you know, if those two people say that it's a real marriage, then how can you say it's fake marriage? Anyway, whatever. So yeah. then um, she kind of storms off. Um, and then the next thing we're seeing is Luke uh, is going on a run. So he goes on a lot of runs. Um, even in the book, like, he's very much, like, into running. Like, there's this whole back and forth where he's emailing Cassie from um, over, I think he's in Iraq. They're in Iraq, um, yeah. And he's emailing her and he's saying like, yeah, like I made great time today, even like with my pack on my back and like running up sandy hills and stuff. Like he, he's all excited about how much faster he's going to be when, when he gets home. <laughs> what anyway. a weird plot point. <laughs> yeah, like, I, like he really, really, really likes running. Um, I think the whole point is that he kind of switched up like his, his drug addiction for like running. Oh yeah. Okay. So yes. Oh, also I, we didn't even mention that. Eh? So Luke was... Uh, an addict in the past he's been sober for two years I believe Mm -hmm. he says Um, but because of messed up incidents where when he was struggling with his addiction he his dad owns like a body shop yeah car shop and he repaired well it's a body shop that's no I I know I know it's called a body (laughs) shop but you know for people online who are thinking of soap um, (laughs) not that body shop um he stole apparently like a $50,000 car that his dad was working on and totaled it like an idiot. And then, um, basically his dad was like, you're fucking paying this customer back or like, I'm going to go and report you to the police because I'm sure that at this point he'd ruined a lot of things for them. Yeah. And so he felt like, 
you know, hey, this has to happen now. Yep. So he, so anyway, so apparently he paid back part of it and then borrowed money from his former drug dealer, I guess. Which like really, you know, in hindsight is probably one of the worst ideas anybody could have. Cause yeah, it's it like, why would idea. you not just like, you know, give your dad, like if he borrowed like 15 grand and that's what keeps coming back. Yeah. Here. If you borrowed 15 grand from your drug dealer, like, are you really telling me that like, your dad wouldn't like, you know, kind of try and help you out for that. Or maybe you didn't have any other option but to go to your drug dealer for anyway, whatever. Yeah, like I don't it's know. just like, like a very have... bad decision. No, making. it's no, but you're right though. Like you didn't have any other friends. You didn't have any uh, like your brother. Yeah. He has a brother. Like you didn't ask anybody else. Like I'm not I look, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. We don't know what the specifics are of it. It's all like a little bit vague. Yeah. So basically he still owes this guy fifteen grand. Um, this actor is not intimidating in any way, shape, no, or form. he, like, looks like he weighs 120 pounds wet. For sure. And it's just because he's waving a gun around. Yeah. That you're like, oh, okay. And he kind of acts a little bit like he's on meth all the time. Kind of. Like, yeah, he could be dangerous, but you're kind of like, Luke, you are literally in the military. Like, you could take this guy. Um, yeah. And he does later on in the movie, like, but I'm, anyway, whatever. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so he, like, this guy chases him down. He's like, you got to get me my money. Um, Luke kind of comes to the realization that actually marrying Cassie wouldn't be a bad thing because then he would get the money every month that you yeah, get. Yeah, um, apparently you get, married. apparently, and I don't know if this is a real thing, but apparently you get $2,000 a month in spousal support payments, I guess, yeah. from the military when you are married. Yeah, so they agree to split it. So they go ahead with this wedding and she's wearing like this wedding dress. So in the book, her wedding dress is like a lilac color, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but in the movie, they like put her in like what looks like a doily um, and you can like see her underwear, like you can see everything. Yeah, it's like, super, it's super bizarre. Anyway, but also like I don't like again though. Again, they go way too hard with her character. Like yeah. I really don't like like you know you she needs this. She needs this in order to mm-hmm. survive, and mm-hmm. so this is a logical decision for her to be making. But she's like purposefully obstinate about yeah. everything forever. Like at first when she's leaving, like he picks her up to go and go get married, and she is comes out in cutoffs yeah, and a tank top and. He's like, we're gonna take wedding photos. Like, you can't just wear this. And she's like, why not? Like, she's just stupidly yeah, difficult she's for no. And it's about things like this. When if it were just about political yeah. issues, I feel like no. it wouldn't have bothered me as but much. No, but it's like she's like this. Like, she has to like argue about everything. And yeah. like, you're like, you are an adult. Like, this is your decision. You're trying to save your own life here. Like, you were the one who had this bright idea to begin with. Like, yep. why are you being so difficult about this? And like. I also don't love her attitude throughout this whole kind of next few scenes where um, it feels, and like Luke points it out to her, he gets mad at her, but she, she kind of goes into this like, um, I guess they go to the courthouse to get married. Yeah. And like there are other couples getting married and I think they are all like part of the military and she's kind of got this like air about her like oh uh-huh, like you all kind of suck like you're all kind of dumb like yeah you know like oh like I'm better than you all because I know that like my marriage is fake and I'm like don't do that to people like this is who some are, people's dream yeah also who you are know? getting married because they love each other because like at least they're not other. lying about and, like, it she has a few minutes a few moments like this like 
at the beginning of the movie like she does get better as the movie goes on Mm -hmm. but you know she has that and then they go out to dinner and she's like sitting there acting all holier than thou and I do agree with Luke because he gets mad at her he says like you know you can't sit there and do this like these people are like my military family and like and they are a family like you can't sit there and be like oh I'm better than all of you because I don't believe in this stuff you know and I'm more liberal and like yeah no that's it it's just like it's just a question of I guess being willing because of what you are choosing to do being willing to hold your tongue in certain cases like don't get me wrong the dumb guy who was dumb before is dumb again and he makes like this really terrible comment about like hunting down Arab people with like I believe he said Arabs oh yeah of course (laughs) because god forbid that we say it properly yeah and like Um, she gets mad about that but again like it's like like, yeah yeah. fine and but I and I do think and but I do think at the same time you can at least at least if nothing else take a little bit of comfort that like we said everybody else at the table is like like everyone else is uncomfortable when he says that no one else is like yeah like nobody says anything no they're all like okay like Uh, awkward silence you know Um, um, so like, you know, she, she could have taken comfort in that and just kind of held her tongue a little bit, but yeah. no, she decides to like create a whole drama scene and then Luke gets mad at her and then like, you know, then they go to their, um, wedding night hotel room, which is like the crummiest, oh, yes, easiest yes. motel. Cause they're deploying the next day and apparently all the married couples stay at the motel near the base, yeah, I guess. For their first night married or whatever. And so, um, you know, they fook. And it's kind of yeah. like, well, so then it is a real marriage in a way. Like, you know, maybe, like, again, like, I go back to this whole, like, it's kind of subjective because, like, what's a real marriage, you yeah, know? Yeah, and I don't like, but what I don't like about it that they do is that basically they're just trying to tell you, like, like, oh, we've been telling you this whole time that they have, they don't like each other because of all these differences in their beliefs yeah. and their belief systems and their personalities. Oh, but no, now we're just going to chalk all of that up to sexual tension. Yeah, like, I don't like that either, and I really think that, like, Luke does make a lot more of an effort than she does like to your point she's like belligerent on purpose it's when it yeah when it bothers me is when it's unimportant if Mm. nothing else if she had been cool the whole time and then when the other one made that really racist comment at the table if she'd gotten mad then you'd be like okay yeah yeah, if she'd been like I'm holding my tongue this entire time she hadn't said anything and then she'd freaked out at that I would have been like yeah yeah yep yep, that's justifiable (laughs) but no but she has to like have this like very annoying air about her the whole time and so this is my point It's like, you know, when you're like looking at a movie that's being made with like military, you know, somebody in the military, it's like you kind of have to like be like, okay, you know, this is, this does still portray a lot of people's lives and like how they live and, you know, it's their family. And it's in some cases for some young men or some young women, their best way of, you know, getting benefits and having a good career or a better education. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't diss it the whole time. Like, I feel like it's a very nuanced situation. And so, you know, the next morning when she brings him to, you know, where they're being deployed, she's standing there looking around at, like, everybody being like, oh, like, you're actually sad that, like, people are leaving? Yeah, because a lot of partners and families are crying. And, of course, they're very emotional. They're very upset. These people are leaving for, I don't know how many months, at least a year, I would assume. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, they're, you know, they're headed to this. It's a very dangerous Dangerous. thing for them to be doing. You don't know if they're coming back or not or how they're coming back mentally, physically. You have no idea. And it's, like, only just starting to hit her that it's, like, oh, this is real and, like, people are, like, feeling upset about this. You yes. know, like, you can see it on her face and she's, like, obviously very uncomfortable because I guess she starts to feel like she's, like, inter... Like, she's, um... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, um... 
like she's somewhere where she shouldn't be, you know, like she's oh yeah, like she's bit. like an interloper almost. Like yeah. I shouldn't be here. It's like when you yeah. when you're watching, like you know, like if you if you like accidentally overhear a conversation between people and you're like, oh god, I shouldn't be listening shouldn't to be this. Listening it's that to this. kind of yeah, feeling, it's like that kind of thing. So. Anyway, so Luke goes off. And so this is where it gets interesting in the book, and they don't do this in the movie. Mm -hmm. In the book, she then starts to date this guy, Toby, who's in her band. He's the drummer. Yeah, that's interesting. And, like, they then start having, like, a full-on relationship. And, like, Nora in her band is like, what are you doing? Like, you know, like, we live right next to the military base. And, like, um, Cassie in the book is, like, even more airheaded. She's kind of like oh, like, Luke and I don't know anybody. Like, we don't go in the same circles. And, like, Nora's like, okay, but we're right next to the military base. Like, they know yeah. that you're married, you know? So so she's kind of like, what are you doing? And, like, she's like, oh, I'm just having fun. And, like, and also in the book, like, Cassie starts to kind of, like, ditch Nora and the band a little bit because she's dating this Toby guy. Like, it's very bizarre. So. Oh, I hate that. I actually yeah. don't think I would like that at all in no. this movie. That would be so strange yeah, to me. So, so at least in the movie, like, she's a lot more, like, committed to her music. And um, to the idea that this is what they are doing. Yeah. And being successful with her band. Because, yeah. like, in the movie, she then kind of moves into, um, yeah, like, you know, just really focusing on her music. Yeah. She writes a song for Luke. And it's funny because we were watching this and my my husband was watching it with yeah. us as he tends to. Um. Yeah, I know. He's always like, God, this looks terrible. And then he just sits there and watches the whole movie and comments and on comments. it. He pays attention. Yeah, he does give us some pretty good, like, pieces to add to our podcast. But um, he was sitting there and he's like... It's funny because she acts like she doesn't like this guy and it's not a real marriage, but he's obviously her muse for like most of her music oh, that she writes. And he's right because... The she, moment he leaves, all of the songs that she's writing become about their relationship. Yeah, and that's what ends up making her famous and getting her a record deal Oh my God, um, yeah, that's it. So she writes this like come back home song. Oh like, God. Like for her. Till I can face them Letting my tears go Till I can taste them How do I know where you want to go Damn it, I hope you come back home Wow. That weird blue sky one that she sings yeah, in the bar amazing. later is yeah. terrible. Maybe then it's that one's worse than come back home and then the one that she sings at the end is okay. It's not bad, but like, you know, I, if they didn't Photoshop her voice so much, then it wouldn't be. <laughs> Photoshop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the use of fucking autotune yeah. in the songs is absurd. Also because, and like the matchup of the lip syncing, sorry, yeah. no offense, but like it's not great. There are scenes where she's, especially when she's still at the bar, like only performing yeah. there, when she's singing, because yeah. she does a bunch of covers and stuff too before she starts her original songs, mm-hmm. and she will move the mic away from her mouth while like the note is still in play. <laughs> yeah, and you're like that never that would have And you're like yeah. it wouldn't sound like that if you if you did that though if it were actually live. Yeah. I mean, I don't know we have to suspend our disbelief a little bit, but other films do a better job of matching the voice. <laughs> Megan up. was very upset about this. It was very annoying movie. and I'm sorry guys, I'm not a fan of her voice. It's very whiny. But it and it breathy. confuses me because like she's got quite a husky voice like when she's speaking and so you'd think that she would be a little bit like I don't know huskier when she sings. Yeah, but it's a, she sounds but, but, a bit like Britney Spears. Yeah, like, oh. it sounds like they. It sounds like people have told her like, yes, you should use a different type of voice when you're singing, but that can harm your vocal cords. It really after can. A while. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, we're not here to 
you know just, I don't I can't we're not sing trying to save to like, my fucking life yeah so. like the, it's like you know pot kettle um yeah but, you know she's good enough to be in a movie anyway we digress um so she starts writing all these songs she becomes quite famous mm-hmm. oh they're also writing to each other yeah a bunch. they're writing to each other a bunch and like that's happening in the book like they're kind of writing like they email and whatever like she's emailing him back and forth and she's dating this drummer dude and that's I'm like, so weird I'm like you're annoying me like you really are um Anyway, so then... Just, um, it makes you wonder, you're like, how serious are you about getting your insulin? Well, yeah, because you're like, maybe somebody hasn't explained to her that she could really get into a lot of trouble. He um, does, though. He says it, like, you could also be court-martialed. Yeah. Like, it is a thing that can happen to both of us. Yeah, so in the movie, then she starts kind of doing well with her music, um, and then she gets a phone call uh, from Germany. Luke has been injured in battle, um, his leg has been shattered. Mm-hmm. They're going to be bringing him back to the U.S. And they're letting her know. And so she she scrambles to find this little scrap of paper that he gave her. With yes. Her, with it, his brother's name and phone number on it. But she can't find it because she's a bit disorganized to say the least. Mm. Um, but she remembers his name. So she Googles him and then finds his dad. Because, because of course they have the same, <laughs> same name. name. So she finds Did you tell her this? <laughs> yeah. And then of course she goes... To see his dad, and she's like, oh shit, because she realizes, obviously, this man is too old to be his brother, is definitely yeah. his dad, and um, his dad was unaware that he was even in the military, yeah. like, he had no idea, they're obviously estranged, um, because of his, unfortunately, because of his drug use and things, his dad cut him off, yeah. basically, um, and they haven't spoken in a long time, and everything, there's a lot of animosity there, and, and he really makes his dad out to be, like, this, like, super villain, and we talked about this a lot, and his dad seems incredibly decent, like, uh, in the movie, like, yeah. Uh, you know what I don't think he's perfect but he like he obviously tried when Luke was originally struggling a lot and then eventually probably for self-preservation and business preservation reasons he cut him off probably um because like look a $50,000 car that you totaled of someone's you know if you're at least at least if the at least if the customer was happy to just get his money back and didn't pursue it any further than that I'm sure that took some talking down well that's it I mean it's like you know a liability at the end of the day for sure you know he kind of told him go clean yourself up and then we'll talk so anyway so Cassie goes tells him about what happened he didn't know his son was in the military didn't know his son was married like this is a lot for this man to like digest um and then she goes to the hospital and like Luke the first thing is that he's pissed off that she brought his dad because he's like oh he's military police like he's already like scrutinizing us he's gonna like turn us in which like it doesn't seem to me that that happens very much at all throughout the course of it you know, he's saying this on the basis of the fact that he stole a $50,000 car and totaled it. I know. And his and dad just, made him pay it back and said, if you don't, then I'll turn you in. Like, yeah. It's like he never actually turned him in, That's you know? it. He's like, you don't know my dad. You don't yeah. know what he's like. He's going to do this. And I'm like, okay, I think you need to give this man a little bit of slack. But anyway, Honestly. I didn't finish reading the book. Maybe he's a lot worse in the book. Maybe. Um, so... Yeah, so she finds out that Frankie actually died, um, which was so sad, um, and he didn't get to propose to his lovely freckle To his girlfriend, girlfriend, Riley, I think is her name. Is that her name? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, so she's, of course, Cassie's very upset about this, because yeah. she's known um, Frankie since he was a kid, Yeah. Um, so that's rough, so they have to, obviously, they have the funeral for him and everything. Oh, and like, meanwhile, she's having like an entire meltdown at Luke, because he's like, well, I'm going to have to come live with you, because we're married, and she's yeah. like, this wasn't part of the deal and I'm like I'm, I'm sorry can we just back up a second like 
you're getting your insulin, you're getting an extra grand a month because of this arrangement, and now you're mad that this man who you're married to got very injured in battle say, is now going to have to come stay with you. Like, Yeah, like, oh, I'm hmm. so sorry he got blown up. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm sorry that that inconvenience. I'm sure you. Like, he, I'm sure he wanted to be gravely injured yeah. in an explosion and lose at least one member of his platoon, if not yeah, more. Like, we're not, not sure if anybody else died, so. And, and, like, I wonder, like, going back to the book, again, like, I have to finish reading the book, but it it's, it's a bit tedious. Um, I wonder if her reaction is tied to the fact that she has a boyfriend, like, in the book. Uh, yeah, well, that would... Uh, that would kind that's of explain. weird, though. That means that, like, they didn't properly adapt the screenplay. If they yeah. decided that they were going to cut out the idea of her being in another relationship, yeah. then that means that they didn't really adapt that very well. That's not much yeah. of an adaptation at that point. If you made the change, make the change. Yeah, exactly. But. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, of course. So, he has to go live with her because also he can't live by himself. He's recovering from yeah. this and is in a wheelchair for the time being. He has yeah. to go to physical to go therapy. To he has to go through rehab. He has yeah. to go through everything. Yeah. Um, and, of course, this is all one big giant inconvenience to her, I guess. And she's, like, pretty pissy about this and that really irks me. Because um, he does seem like a fairly decent guy. Like, she he's really okay. does not give him any slack at all. Yeah, he's okay. I think they, I did, like I said, I think that it's a weird thing. If anything, they would have had to have made the arc totally different. First of all, he would have had to have been, like, way more far right when the yeah. movie started. And he would have needed to, like, get better as the yeah. story goes on. As it is, he doesn't change at all. But I think that's the point. Like, I, I think he was a bit neutral, like, throughout the whole... Yeah. Like, I think he's just a little bit, like... Yeah, but then they make her character so intense that she acts like he's not. She acts like he's, like, I the know. complete opposite of her. And I'm like, I mean, he's not, really. No, and she kind of, like, simmers down a little bit as the movie goes forward. Because um, I think she realizes, like, that you can be against, you know, the the government or however you want to position this like you can be against all the things that they do without necessarily hating on the people who go into the military mm -hmm. like it's kind of like that's her character arc almost uh, so yeah so um you know he lives with her then you see like you know the progression of their relationship yeah. um it's really funny because at one point like it's kind of like oh, Luke needs to, like, get in the shower, but he can't stand up long enough. So she's like, I'll bathe you. And, like, Megan and I are watching this going, I'm sorry, hasn't it been, like, at least a month since he got Dude. out of the hospital? Like, Gross. Mm. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, he's going to physical therapy, obviously, to get better. Um, they, her, her and his brother, again, because she starts to soften up, obviously, because, mm. uh, of course, everybody's catching feelings. Uh, it's a romance. <laughs> um, she, her and his brother uh, get him, like, a, like a therapy dog yeah. basically peaches peaches she's so stinking cute yeah. she's like um a retriever yeah 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 she's great she's already they've like pre-trained her oh. and everything and he's you know he this is like one of his moments where he's like really dumb like he's just like stupidly resentful of it for no reason where he's just like i'm not a cripple oh, i don't need help with this and he like is an asshole for five minutes and then as soon as you know she's actually super reasonable with his brother and like I'm they're like I mean we're not giving her back or anything like you, you're gonna keep her <laughs> you he's keep just her. like fine and he just keeps the dog and then immediately loves the dog because why wouldn't you why obviously wouldn't you? she's so cute um so yeah so like things start to go really well he starts to like get much better um and then like kind of fast forward like Cassie's doing really well with her music yeah 
Fast forward, Cassie's mom's house gets broken into. Um, Luke shows up and he's all like, kind of like, oh, I called the police. And Cassie's like, oh, they don't care about people in this neighborhood. And he's like, what? Um, like so, he's, I couldn't tell if that was just him being like, oh, are you saying that again? Or if he was genuinely surprised. I, I think he sure was what, genuinely surprised. Yeah, I guess so. Because I think, because he was surprised when he, when he got there and she got there right after he was like, I called the cops 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, they don't rush to these neighborhoods. Anyway, so, um. Anyway, it turns out that it's this drug dealer, skinny kid, who broke John in L. to send a message. Oh my god, yeah. Um, and so Luke finds out about this. The next day, he hops on a bus, goes to find Jono, beats him up with his cane. Um, Jono pulls a gun on him. He wrestles it away from him because he was in the military. Yeah, they have a tussle. Um, yeah. And <laughs> some fisticuffs. <laughs> some fisticuffs. And he gives him, he whips out this $15,000 or whatever, let's say $10,000. Yeah, however much point, was however left. Much yeah. Um, and just like, is like here this is what's left and And i was like wait what so like (laughs) here i'm like well where'd you get the money from and again i'm sure in the book like it explains it um i think that's why i wanted to read the book initially but now i'm like now that i've seen the movie a second time i'm like oh god i really don't care (laughs) um so he gives him his money and then at this point i'm getting really annoyed with this drug dealer person because then he gets home and like by the time he gets home because again he has to take the bus so i'm assuming because they're in california like it's quite a roundabout way of getting home i guess so um cassie's already got her suitcase ready to go and apparently this drug dealer showed up at her mom's house and said that their marriage was fake um which it is which it is and she well (laughs) and she's all mad because she's like you know my mom could have been injured like how dare you you could have told me and she's not wrong here yeah and he never like okay so this is the one scene where she gets really mad at him and i'm like yeah no i get it like look he didn't tell her he used to be an addict he didn't tell her he owed this guy fifteen thousand dollars and like that's why he wanted to do this like you know he wasn't honest with her about it she was honest about her reasons for wanting to do this so this is anger that i think is justifiable totally like i get it so um she kicks him out and but in this moment i'm a little bit like it kind of seemed like you were kind of waiting for a reason to like kick this guy out and divorce him but i mean because i that's the whole i'm sure that's part of the whole arc right where it's just like oh i'm catching feelings and i don't want to have these feelings yeah so i need to make an excuse i guess Um, so she's like pissed at him. Um, and like, you know, at this point I'm like, how petty is this drug dealer though? Because I'm like, so he got all of his money. He yeah. was, he had his ego hurt. Cause I guess this guy like beat him up. So it's like, okay, so we okay. went this far, but then like Luke, like, oh yeah, we laughed about this. Cause then he like, even though he's still like trying to recover with his leg mm-hmm. he manages to go for a run and he's oh, like yeah. all happy and like Megan's like yeah let's just go walk off this leg shattering yeah injury. like I'm sure when you start running the pain will disappear yeah <laughs> like if you just keep at it um and so he goes for a run he's all proud of himself and then um military police show up because uh Jono the drug dealer has gone and turned him in and you're yeah. like how far is this drug dealer going though like he got his money like I don't understand you know yeah it's wild to me it's just wild to me that on top of the fact that like you said he's been paid everything now yeah. that on top of that he went to see the military police and was like hey I'm a drug dealer that this kid that like you know works with you guys basically borrowed a bunch of money from um and he had to pay me back so he got fake married and stuff and I'm just like gonna let you know that and like the military police aren't like huh yeah I guess we should alert the local authorities to this drug dealer right like they don't do anything it's like oh like obviously luke is in the wrong and you're like hang on like what and so (laughs) they come and they pick him up and then cassie gets a phone call from luke's dad and like 
Luke's dad's all like disappointed. He's doing that dad thing. Where yeah, but he's like, also again disappointed. He's not aggressive. He's not angry. No. There's no time where the man even raises his fucking voice in this and again, movie. Might be different in the book. I he don't might know. Be a jerk. Um, so they go through this hearing, and this is where I get really annoyed because like Luke's like, fine, like I'm gonna go to this hearing. Cassie shows up, and when mm-hmm. Luke sees her, he's like, oh no, I don't want her to get in trouble. So he goes and takes the blame for the whole thing. And I'm like, hang on a tick, people. Like, if you had just argued and said, like, no, it is a real marriage. This drug dealer is obviously lying and he's got no evidence. Yes. And it is a real marriage. I love her. Because he does. Because he does. Like, they love each other. Um, But no, he takes, like, full responsibility. Cassie's not going to get in trouble for this. She gets to go and play at the Hollywood Bowl and opens for Florence and the Machine. Yeah. Um, um, and, like, yeah, because also, like, in the background while all of this has been going on, their band's been, like, blowing yeah. up and doing super well, which, again, has to do with the songs that she wrote basically about him yeah. and their relationship together. Right. And its progression. Uh, they've been given a record deal. Yeah. And now that's it. They're opening for Florence and the Machine. Yeah, so she's doing super well. And, Seriously. And, like, he's tootling off to... Um, military prison for six months and then he's gonna be dishonorably discharged and i'm like this doesn't seem fair like his leg blew up like you know she really got like the good end of the stick in this whole situation yeah and it's Um, also it's one of those weird things too because he's just like you know like the you know military are just like oh you defrauded us um but like and we're gonna totally ignore the fact that prior to that you went and served us properly and got like your leg blown up for doing that yeah like i don't know like i guess they have their rules or whatever Mm -hmm. but um yeah not cool it sucks yeah so she plays at the hollywood bowl and then she realizes while she's singing that he's obviously her muse and all this so she goes running to meet him before he goes to prison and she's like i love you and he's like i love you too and i'm sitting there going okay but does he still have to go to prison because this is obviously a real marriage and they're not even divorced like i'd kind of turn around and be like look there are witnesses can we go talk to someone they're still married like it's not fake anyway whatever so it's that's like the end of the movie yeah like you have like this like weird like scene at the end where they go for like a picnic on the beach and then yeah when we're supposed to understand that it's the six months has gone by and he's out now and they're together now and they're happy so yeah um side note apparently this is called purple heart oh my god i love that you're talking about this not only because he gets a purple heart for being injured in you know active duty yes because and megan told me this and i hate (laughs) this um it's because um she is you know left-wing democratic so she's blue and he's right-wing republican so he's red and if you mix the two then you get purple if you mix red and blue together you get purple color theory everybody this this movie also felt the need to give us a color theory lesson um yeah i read that and i wanted to throw (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was the stupidest i honestly just thought it was the implications of the medal that you receive in the military for for service i really think we should have left it there like, I thought so, but no, people are doing press for this film and telling everyone that that's also why it's called Purple Hearts, and I was like, oh, ew, come on. And like, again, <laughs> like, we were talking about this last night, like, this whole notion of, like, you know, what if you do have, like, opposite ends of beliefs and, and all this, like, can you still fall in love and be together? I feel like once you get past the initial honeymoon phase and, like, everything's cutesy, um... No, you can't. That becomes a big problem. Yeah. If your fundamental beliefs are com- supposedly, I don't think they are in this case, but are supposedly completely opposite, 
each other, I don't see would, how this it would, would make difficult. sense. Absolutely. Like, you know, like if my husband believed that like, you know, women belong in the kitchen or something. Yeah, or whatever. Like, something stupid. Or, you yeah. know, abortion should be illegal. Like I couldn't be with somebody like that. Like exactly. how, how can you be with somebody like that and just be like, yeah, but you know, we love each other. <laughs> it's like, like, do you though? Do you? Because what do you love about that person then? Yeah, like, you know, and I'm not saying like politics and religion are the only thing that matter. Um, but I think that like, it's very hard to get along with somebody who just doesn't have the same beliefs and values as you, you know, yes. like eventually you're going to hit a wall, especially in a, in a very extreme sort of yeah. way, which again is what this story posits. However, yeah. I don't think that's what it delivers. I agree. Yeah. Um, so. yeah, it's terrible. I don't know. It's so convoluted. I don't understand. It's also just like kind of poorly put together just from the perspective of cheesy line delivery of like, of this like the songs and the singing and stuff um just like the way that all of that is put together and everything like it's just like not a great film anyway Kat Von D she looks like Kat Von D I guess that's so. who she okay I was about to say can somebody please comment and let me know who this girl looks like because it's really bothering me I've just realized she looks like Kat Von D a little bit yeah I guess, that's what I kept I guess thinking so. of yeah. yeah yeah anyway sure um but yeah, this is uh, this is the one of the most bizarre enemies to lovers stories I've seen in a bit, like in a minute. Usually, when you see them, it's like a lot more straightforward. This one was very odd. Well, it was clearly not written by Nicholas Sparks. Like, <laughs> like um, anyway, it wasn't um, set like in the fun South stream. It's set in California. I like Nicholas. No, but that's what I mean. There were no fun swamp scenes or anything. We didn't get to ride in a canoe or whatever. We didn't get to do any of that. So no, it was less fun. Anyway. Anywho. um, Also, also, I will say because of that too, and like we know that this is like like basically young-ish adult romance, new adult romance, whatever you'd like to call it. Um, This fucking story takes itself way too seriously. And I would just like to put that out there also. Like there could have been something slightly more lighthearted about it but they went real hard real serious um with it anyway so that was their decision yeah but yeah was the book better um no um it's kind of it's it is what it is that's unsurprising based on this film like i'm (laughs) there's not like a lot of dimension here like i might finish reading the book because i'm just curious what happens like in terms of conflict between like her boyfriend and then she falls in love with luke yeah um, or if it doesn't go in that direction at all. Um, yeah, if she just breaks it off me. with the other one. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was um, kind of annoying to watch it a second time. Yeah. <laughs> now we've done it. We've talked about it. Now I just don't want to talk about it anymore. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Case uh, closed. Um, so since this is this movie is everywhere now, uh, what do you guys think about it? Have you watched it? Have you like not bothered with it? That's also okay. <laughs> Don't feel like you have to. Um, you can let us know over on Instagram at fullybookedca. You can hit us up on our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash book was way better. And if you are still here with us, which I hope you are, uh, feel free to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening to the episode. It really helps us out with the show. Uh, but until next time, guys, keep on reading. Thanks, everyone.